last time on Out of the Forest. Oh, uh, hi again, Moral. Moral? What's going on? Oh, um, hello there, uh, Moral. Oh, God. Why do you, why do you always show up like this? It isn't real. Welcome to Out of the Forks, an actual play podcast about sloths. Just... What? Sloths? Sloths? Sloths. 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 Yeah. sloths. Oh, okay, sloths. Lots. I didn't know this part of the podcast was this interactive. My goodness. <laughs> um, like I guess this effort. podcast is about sloths.jpg. Uh, we are currently playing Monsters Week by Michael Sands. I am Chris, and I am your GM slash keeper, and I am joined by my players. I'm Evan, and I play Baron. I'm Dominic, and I play Karen Nunes. I'm Jessica, and I play Enif. And I'm Alistair, and I play Isaac. Uh, there's one thing I wanted to say at the start here, mainly because it's never really going to come up like within the actual uh, narrative, uh, and that's just regarding Moral's pronouns, uh, which is to say uh, Moral does not have preferred pronouns because pronouns aren't a concept for them. I will generally be referring to them as they, them, just because that's, you know, gender neutral, and that's the most uh, natural thing to do when referring to someone who does not have pronouns. Uh, but also, as as a being, Moro doesn't care what pronouns are used to refer to them, because, again, pronouns as a concept do not exist to them. Uh, I just wanted to touch on that because, again, that's never going to come up in the narrative. I don't think. I don't think anyone's just going to ask. It's 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 a little late to be asking what moral pronouns are. Little do are. you know, the next time we see There's... it, suddenly our characters will be inspired to ask for what pronouns. They use. <laughs> There's also so little time that you have to discuss with moral, and it's so difficult to get anything relatively useful that I feel like that would be a waste of of time unfortunately though it would be quite polite i feel um, like chris did that on purpose so that we wouldn't ask too many questions <laughs> <laughs> uh moving on um i i'm not i don't really have a monologue here uh anyone listening to this will see that the uh arc name has changed and right now in spite of the fact that no one not even the people podcasting with can see me i kind of motioned to a space above me as if the words were above my head i don't know why i did that <laughs> they're actually hey um, chris they're actually above my head i think you misplaced them oh <laughs> yeah gotta, hold on gotta, gotta talk to our our title oh. light up guy my um, new signs flashing for the new arc we it, it was kind of brought up towards the end of, of uh last one uh when we were recording uh, that this arc is going on pretty long, and we've also kind of, it's also kind of been segmented between, you know, they started with the lake monster, but they kind of moved on to this whole cul-de-sac thing that just happened. Uh, so it seemed appropriate that once the cul-de-sac thing was dealt with to go to a new title, uh, just kind of separate it thematically. Um, the lake monster is still the focus, technically, and still was technically the focus. That's technically the mystery we're in. But the whole gist is that, like, uh, shit's getting real. The town's on fire. Literally. Problems aren't limited to just the the current monster of the week. That said, uh, you just had your little visit from Moral. You are sitting in the uh, hospital, the north, uh, 
Northeastern Hospital's parking lot. Car is on and blasting music. You can feel free to turn that off if you want to have a proper discussion about what you want to do next. I know we kind of discussed it before we started, but for the purposes of our listeners, uh, I will leave it up to you how you handle this. Wait, can Baron turn the music off? I thought he couldn't. He can turn the car. Yeah, oh, yeah, I mean, yes, turn, turn that's true. Off. But once we get moving, oh, there's no, there's no <laughs> stopping this jam session. <laughs> yeah, you're in the parking lot, so right now you can turn the car off if you just want to have a proper conversation, as opposed to the one you were, in theory, yelling last time <laughs> before Moro arrived. Here, let me help turn off the car. Okay, there we go. What? I said let me turn off the car so we can actually talk. See, this is much nicer. Now it's too quiet. No, that's too bad. Hold on, let me turn it back on. Jitterbug. Yeah, so, I don't know. We've, we've got a lot to tackle. What do we, uh, do we want to do, guys? I mean, I think oh, we, shouldn't, <laughs> well, we shouldn't completely abandon whatever's at the bottom of that lake. That thing is still there. We... We may have defeated the cult leader, and we may have, I guess, distracted the vampire for now, but that creature in, under the lake is, I feel like it's still going to be a huge problem. I agree. Um, we really do need to get to the bottom of that as soon as possible. Don't you feel like there's something maybe bigger going on? Like, the lake monster is, I mean, we've, the, the thing in the back rooms, the the wolf, the vampire, the the lake, like it all feels like they're just there's they're small. There's something bigger, I think, going on. Something with the cult or with the agency and whatever moral is talking about. I I feel like we need to change where our priorities are. I mean, I have a feeling that things are a little bit more connected than they are too. But I don't know. They're just all over the place. I don't really see the connection yet. I don't either. But remember in the woods, there was that fire that if we offered it something, you know, it would give us answers. Maybe a little bit of clarification on how it's all connected wouldn't be a bad idea. That's true. I mean... I think one of the connections almost certainly has to be the pit in the woods. And if there's more than one, or it's moving, that's something that we absolutely need to take a closer look at. Hold on, there's more than one and it's moving? Ah, uh, Maybe. There's a possibility. There's definitely a pit that seems to defy the laws of physics. Okay, well, if that's in the forest, um, and the fire is also in the forest, maybe we go visit the pit and see if we can ask a question while we're in the area. Before we go, I think I, I think I left it at Baron's place, but that orb that we found in the polymer labs, right? That's where we found it? <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. Okay, yeah. all right. Um... I think I want to get it. I I don't know why, but I have this feeling that we might it might be useful. But is um, it scrutable? Uh, is it what? Uh, is it scrutable? It's, is it an inscrutable orb or a scrutable it's, orb? It scrutes. <laughs> no. It's in a box. Yeah. <laughs> if it can fit in a box, it must be scrutable. I need it scrut, so it's scrutable. <laughs> It's cubable. Obviously, it's scrutable. I named it Scrut. It's cubable. It's Scrut. No. <laughs> um, I mean, yeah. I, I'd, I don't know. We, we do kind of have it locked up. I don't want to like give it away, but 
if it's what it's I didn't. To say. I don't want to give it away either, but okay. I just want to make sure we weren't going to offer it up to. The, no, the no, it's more. I mean, we're dealing with such powerful magic right now, and I'm starting to think maybe that's why the agency created in the first place. I'm wondering if it was more of a, I don't know, contingency plan, and I don't know what the pit is made of, or why it's there. But if it's too powerful for us to handle, we might have to use the orb. Chris, can I try to um, not summon or talk to Iris, but try to summon or talk to Dr. Russell? Uh, yeah, sure. Um, you kind of concentrate on the feeling you have when you talk to Dr. Russell uh, the few times that she has appeared now. Uh, go ahead and just give me a weird roll. a nine. nine mixed success um i think you get sort of this cold feeling that you you felt this cold feeling before and it takes you a second to fully recognize exactly when uh and coincidentally enough you felt this feeling when you were near the orb in the polymer labs um but as you feel this cold feeling, um, everything kind of dulls around you. Uh, but Dr. Russell does materialize in front of you. And she kind of gives you a, a, a weird look and just goes, I honestly can't tell if you're getting better or worse. Um, I don't like that, so I'm going to ignore it for a second. <laughs> so I'm going to banish her to the Shadow Realm. None of no, us can see uh, Dr. Russell. No one you can see or hear Dr. Russell. Only Isaac can. No, this is unscrutable. <laughs> but is it cubable? Dr. Russell. Hmm. <laughs> um, the jury's out. Got a lot of scrutiny about this scrutability. Hmm. <laughs> Getting lost in the weeds here. <laughs> Dr. Russell, um, at the Polymer Labs, uh, we found something that they were working on it was a, an orb something that has to do with i think absorbing or negating magic do you know anything about that give me an investigative mystery so many options investigate a regular mystery 11 wow yeah that's really nice uh i'm going to be twisting the rules of investigative mystery a little bit here i'm using it more to determine how much she can recall about your question rather than the number of questions you get. If you had rolled a one, she would have said, magic's real. <laughs> if you had rolled a one, you would have just instantly combusted. It would have been terrible. Uh, don't ask me why or how. You didn't roll once, so you don't get to know that. Um, oh no, but on 11, she, she thinks for a second. Uh, and you actually see as she seems to be thinking, uh, her form kind of gains becomes less blurry, gains more resolution, becomes more clear. And she goes... Oh, yes, that project, um, if I'm not mistaken, that was the project that killed me. Hmm, unpleasant. Um, that was a study of something we were given by our benefactors that, to my understanding, is essentially the opposite of magic. It's unpleasant for most people especially those who have any uh interaction with the supernatural to be around simply because most people have a 
decent amount of magical energy within them. And it nullifies that while it's in their vicinity. Do you know what what were they trying to study or, or do with it? Uh, our benefactors seemed interested in understanding and stopping all magic. I hmm. do not know if that was their end goal or just a step along a large, longer path, but a lot of what they had us studying was the dissolution of magic. Dissolution as in dispelling. Yes. Okay. Um, I'm sorry that it uh, was the one that you were working on when you, um, you know, uh, but thank you for answering. It's quite all right, uh, though I may remember it. It technically was not my death. What do you mean? Oh, goodness. You still haven't figured this out. Um, do you... Have you not figured out what ghosts actually are yet? Um, I think you told me earlier they're sort of the energies left behind or the memories of the person left behind. Oh, yes, you do remember. Um, if I am but an imprint of those memories, I am technically not the person who suffered through them. Right. In fact, in this state, I'm several points removed. There's a lot mingling within you, Isaac, and I fear it's becoming more unstable for that to be the case. And yeah. I'm going to need to roll another uh, weird roll. Unmingle immediately, young man. <laughs> Stop mingling. Stop mingling with them ghosts immediately, young man. Oh, Isaac's right. on fire uh, tonight. God. Yeah, uh, if he keeps this up, he'll be pulled into the ghost zone. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Russell kind of become a little blurry and unclear for a split second, but then she resolves again as you, you sort of hold on to the, the, the tether and allowing you to speak to her. You said something like that about Iris and and how kind of all three of us are connected. I think my connection with her is getting weaker or something is... Maybe she's getting weaker? It's... Something... You're not far off. Um, though your connection is definitely growing she is she's been around longer than a spirit should uh, normally by now they will would have passed on through one method or another and your connection can only be beneficial to one of you i think i understand i mean it was by accident that i I, I guess I summoned her. Maybe she was already floating around and I, I just connected with her, but do you think it's time that I let her, I guess, pass on? That's difficult for me to say. I've never seen such an intertwining of spirits as this one. You, you two have obviously grown quite close. 
uh, before I muddled everything. And I, even as a spirit, I would claim is not the same as a full person. They have memories, they have thoughts. They should get a say in their fate, I think. Would she even know what to do to move on? There is, unfortunately, little I know about afterlives or what happens to the spirits after they pass. Or exactly what that would mean. Uh, I cannot answer that question for you. I'm sorry, Isaac. The good news is, you've got friends in low places. (laughs) (laughs) Not by now, that I mean then. the underworld. Now, <laughs> um, she thinks on this for a second and goes, "I just would come to a decision one way or the other soon. I don't know what happens to a body with a mismatched spirit." And as she says this, uh, she sort of fades away, and you start feeling that coldness and that numbness to sensation fade away as well. Uh, And at the last second, as she's fading away, you see her form shift into your form, and then she's gone. Ugh, don't like that. Big shiver. And you you, you feel uh, fully warm again. Um, You kind of look down, and you can see that, like, the tips of your fingers were turning a bit blue there. Mm. Oh, not not like dangerously as like just now turning, but like definitely not good. Doesn't help that like the car is off and it's the middle of winter. Did the whole conversation happen in like hammer space? Like were we there just no, watching Isaac no, say you, nothing? You, <laughs> or to you nobody? Were, you were watching Isaac speak and just not hearing the response. Well, that's fine. And I think this has happened enough with Iris that yeah. you just probably let the conversation happen so as not to interrupt because uh, you assumed Isaac was fr- from the tone of the conversation. Probably assumed Isaac was getting pertinent information. Any project uh, progress there, Isaac? Uh, sorry, yeah. Um, Doctor Russell was working on the project um, that had to do with the orb, the one that we have. Um, mm. It was something to do with the agency, or at least the benefactors of the polymer labs, which I th- think we assume is them. Um. It negates magic, or it it diffuses it, or something. And they were interested in, I guess, figuring out how to use it to dispel magic somehow. Well, one thing maybe the opposite of the pit. One thing worth considering, at least a a new situation. Since I'm no longer a magical being, I guess I can hold the orb without feeling like I'm dying. I mean, even if you're not a magical being completely, you still have some magical properties, don't you? Yes, in the same way you do. But again, when the earlier, when I was a divine being, the orb probably would have destroyed me in its own special way. We could take it with us to investigate the pit, see if there's any interactions. We can pick up oven mitts or something. Maybe to hold it. Let's say I'm not it's, holding it. I mean, it's it's safely in the box. The box keeps it contained. That was the whole purpose. Um, yeah. It's more of just kind of a. I don't like leaving it alone in Baron's cabin. I think I think we should just keep it on us at all times. 
I don't know, something... And maybe next time the vampire shows up, we can use it against it. It's true. <laughs> we can make him swallow it whole, and then maybe he'll just explode. <laughs> just implode on himself. <laughs> Sucked straight back into him. <laughs> hmm. Your insides can't exist, or you can't exist. Well, that's just the way. Well, why don't we... Why don't we all go, then? We'll We'll pick up the orb, and we'll stop by the fire get a question answered and then we'll go investigate the pit okay sounds like a plan sounds like it yeah yeah so you all uh take a drive by baron's cabin um probably stop by for some refre- like refreshments real quick just like a quick some nice tea little, some finger sandwiches a, 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 li- a little brunch probably <laughs> just just maybe bacon and eggs that baron cooks up because like y'all were in the hospital overnight and then they picked you up first thing in the morning and you probably had like some food here or there but like you probably all have earned at least like five ten minutes reprieve to 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 nosh on some good food you know what i've noticed is like in the recent meals we've eaten nothing but breakfast food <laughs> as it should be <laughs> yeah it's appropriate um, it is it is the best meal so i guess yeah think about breakfast but, food just think about it for a second and all, oh, all the folks that. listening at home i just want you to think about breakfast food don't you feel better you now that you're ab- thinking about breakfast food <laughs> as you think about breakfast food the truck Drives off from Baron's. Enif is now holding the car- cardboard box, or at least it appears to be, that holds the the strange orb inside. Um, and you make your way back to Camp Longstream, which is the closest uh, place you can park the, the truck uh, to where the uh, fire is. And you all unload from the truck and begin heading in that direction. On the way, there is Grandma Tom's cabin if you want to stop by to visit her, or you can just head straight to the fire. That's up to you. Do you think Grandma Tom would even would know anything? This is just a general question. <laughs> I can't think of it. Did she did she know anything? I can't remember. Did she know stuff when we were here last time? Uh, she knew that the agency existed, and she also had some sort of implied ties to the cult. Uh, it was a, I think it was a little unclear exactly whether she was in it or she just, you know, had dealings with them. Well, she's old. Maybe she remembers the cult from before Enif joined? I mean, she, she did, I, I believe her exact quote was, like, she, she liked them until they started reaching into the dark art. So, like, uh, she, she definitely knew them at least before Enif left. Okay. Hold up. Um, I, I want to. Is, is Grandma Tom Ranger Tom's mother? Yes. Uh, D- when yeah. did this happen? <laughs> I don't remember. A while ago, fire. first uh, visited the. Oh God, that's right. She, she totally is. discovered the fire and told Tom about it. Oh, Tom that's right. Her. I totally forgot. Enif Enif okay. does want to stop by because Enif wants to ask if she if she knew Octorus and remembered anything about the cult. Or the cult's history. Uh, yeah, you all. She's uh, old. Make she your should know. Down. It takes a, a little while to get there because I believe last time uh, Tom took you on like a, a four wheeler. No, go- maybe a golf. No, not a golf cart through the woods. <laughs> Polaris. I mean, I've done it. It's bad. Yeah, Polaris. Um, he took you on some sort of four wheel device that wasn't his trucks. Trucks can't drive through the forest either. It's too tight. Um, and you you get there a little bit 
tired from the walk and you walk it up and you knock on the little hut's door and grandma tom steps on out and just goes well if it isn't the four of you uh it's been a while uh gotta got, gotta say impressed at your fortitude resisting the thrall of the fire but i guess that's worn off now if you're coming my way or are you just here for tea i actually i'm uh, here for tea we had i mean i had a question for you oh do you you mentioned the cult that i was a part of last time we were here do you remember anything about it do you remember an elder called arcturus Oh, Arcturus. I never much cared for him. He was a bit of a bad egg. Led the uh the, the watchers at the gate down a down a bad path. I think he's probably a lot to blame for where they are now. Uh what what you need to know about the man? I can't say I personally knew him. I've I met him a couple times, heard some stories. Would you mind telling us some of the things you remember about the cult's history, I just have a feeling that it's important. Oh, the cult's history. Formed a while ago. Hold on, it sounds like we are here for tea. Oh, of course. Uh, I can get a kettle on, and I can keep, I can talk as I walk. Come on in. Uh, and you all file in, and much as she said, she begins preparing tea while continuing to talk. Um, she goes, the cult formed quite a while ago. Uh... Not before I was born, because I'm an old hag, you know. But not too deep into my my life story. Uh, she begins handing out tea. They formed when they discovered that their ma- that magic was strongest at the edge of the forest, and even stronger deeper in. But the deeper you go, the more danger it is. I don't think I need to tell you all that. Uh, she sits down with her own uh, cup of tea. Uh. The watchers at the gate, the gate being in the forest itself, uh, they kept watch for the source of the magic, the reason it was so powerful in the forest, and also to make to protect people from the monsters. At some point, I think before any of y'all were born, they they stopped that latter part. They started letting the monsters through, started turning a blind eye. I think they learned something about the monsters that they weren't ready to tell the the greater part of the cult about, which leads me to believe that the truth weren't, weren't quite so pretty, and maybe retention would go down if they told everyone. Never did quite pry out of them exactly what it was they found out, but I think they kept figuring things out and eventually led them to where they are today. Does that answer your question, or did you need a little more... I've I've always lived out in the forest myself, so I've dealt with them quite often until they turned a corner. I just couldn't follow them down. You you said that they you think that they discovered things. If if they discovered things, there has to be at least one member who knows the truth. Who do you think that would Someone be? Someone other than Octorus. Right. <laughs> I mean, I'd imagine at the very least the elders and the other leadership probably know. It'd be hard to establish order within the cult without your upper echelons knowing the secrets uh from there you can do a lot of things you can obfuscate the truth quite a bit and still get your job done as long as you 
tie it up with the right knots. Um, if if the deeper in the woods that you go, the magic is stronger. Why do you live so deep in the woods? Oh, why do I live in the woods? I hate people. <laughs> that's valid. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> it's yeah. it's yeah. just Isaac looking at no, his teeth. No further questions. <laughs> 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 um, it. You said something about the watchers that they had. Was there? Do you know anything about like where where they would like patrol or or sit or were they just how did they function? Anything like that? We just kind of want to know I, their I history. Th- I think you're you're misunderstanding. Watchers at the gate is is the name of the cult. They are the watchers at the gate. Their 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 emblem represents that their eyes watching over the magic and making sure it flows the way it should i do believe at some point they probably sent patrols to keep the monsters out of the town but that that age is long since passed oh, okay i'm just dumb ignore me you ain't dumb you knew to ask a question to make sure you understood that's very smart so they know how to stop things coming through the gate they just choose not to well who knows what their their effectiveness was back when they used to watch the edge. Uh, I don't need to tell three of you how dangerous these monsters can be. Even a skilled magic user yeah, might struggle with it. And there's a lot of forest to cover. The cult's decently sized, but ain't near big enough to cover the entire perimeter of this town. So perhaps something that originally started as a failing became a... I guess conspiracy. I guess so. Well, thank you for talking to us, and you should be careful. They're, the the cult leaders are starting to track down people who left, and I don't know how long ago, or if you were ever involved, but just, you know, watch out. She, she laughs a little bit and just goes, <laughs> I appreciate the warning, youngin', but... If it's my time to go, it'll be my time to go. Uh, I don't think they'll bother me, though. I ain't exactly out in the city risking all their secrets. Is that supposed to be a dig on Enif? Because I don't know. <laughs> she she knows nothing about your okay. history, so it can't be. <laughs> Unless she does. Um, and uh, Enif, uh, I think, is going to finish off their tea and then, um, I think, kind of, like, look around the group to see if we're ready to... To keep going. I think so. Good luck. Uh, if you see Tom, tell him to visit more. Uh, will do. Uh, and she closes the door behind you, so you continue on your way through the woods. Uh, it doesn't take too long till you reach the clearing at the center of which the fire burns on uh, raw earth. Uh, it seems to crackle more loudly at your approach and you hear the voice emanating from the clearing going Ah, business island, friends You asked for one simple thing left me quite unsatisfied Hopefully you will come with more than an appetite for deals Did we leave it unsatisfied? I thought we traded something do i i'm not do we have an appetite for deals okay well and we're gonna like shuffle off to the side isaac what did you want to ask we should just i don't know evaluate the question make sure that 
if we do ask something, it's 100% foolproof. We don't want to waste any deal. This fire is going to pose. I mean, the box was definitely worth it, but I did have to give some stuff up. I mean, I think it would be pertinent either to ask or understand who Moral is, or how the agency and the cold and the pit are tied together, or how the monsters are tied together with all of those. I, I just feel like there's a thread that we're not piecing together. Maybe Moral? What is it that Moral was saying that it's... Perhaps we could yeah. ask what it is Moral was referring to when they said that it wasn't real. Yeah. That could be useful. But, like, there's also, I mean, like... We could ask also about the actual lake monster. And, like, I feel like... And get that just, like, figured out quicker rather than later. I feel like we've investigated enough monsters to actually figure that one out. It's the overarching issues that we are really kind of lost on. I think... I have a feeling that if we scratch deep enough, we can get to the bottom of why the cult and the agency and the pit are all connected. But I do agree that I think knowing who Moral is and what they meant by um, it's not real might give us more. Is this the kind of thing where we have to phrase our question specifically? Otherwise it comes out wrong. Is this like a monkey's paw? Kind of fire. No, I think the way I've established this is in this universe, genies typically grant the wish more or less as intended. They can kind of try and be a little tricky, but for the most part, they're bound to grant your wish properly. The The twist in this one is that because the genie's not bound to you, uh, it can ask for a price in return, and it does not tell you what that price is until you've already accepted it. It tells you, like, sort of how, what the magnitude of the price is, but not the specifics. And with the the concept being, if you want the thing well enough, it shouldn't matter what the price is. I'm glad that that this genie um, is conscious of his Yelp reviews. (laughs) (laughs) It's like the opposite of the Norm MacDonald genie from uh, (laughs) Fairly Odd Parents. Now I'm off to Canada. They've had it too <laughs> for too long. <laughs> Maybe we ask how moral is involved, or who moral is, or maybe what moral represents. Mm, I think who they are is probably the most important thing. And I mean, nothing says we can't ask a question with an and in between it. So <laughs> asking who they are and what they meant by it's not real, I think, would be a good question. I suppose the only question left is, who asks? I mean, I asked last time, and... That is very fair. I only have two luck left, and I really don't want to die just yet, so (laughs) someone else gets to ask. (laughs) Someone with a little bit more to lose. I was say, I've got more luck if we want to do that, but I I can't guarantee that's going to be what they want this time. I mean, I'll happily not ask, um, but I'm willing to to do that. Uh, yeah, Baron will ask, I think. All right. Uh, 
Baron, you uh, after this conversation happens, you you kind of sort of nod and step on towards the fire in the clearing, and the fire crackles again. And she goes, "Yes, Baron, what question have you decided for me?" Uh, we want to know who Moral is and what they meant by it isn't real. The the fire crackles and flares up a bit, and then goes. This is very peculiar. You said moral. Yes, moral. Do you do you know them? I I this this name can refer to a few individuals, but I can tell none of them. Right, back to the drawing board. And the fire just implodes. <laughs> <laughs> We've killed it. You've given it's, me a just the hodgepodge encounter from, from the adventure zone. I should know everything. He solved my, 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 he solved my fire that should know everything puzzle. By giving it the thing it, it implodes doesn't. and the world is saved. Uh, but no, that is unfortunately one of the very few questions you cannot ask the fire. Fuck. Uh, due to, uh, on the on the other hand, this does still provide you with some information, yeah. considering like there it, it is an in lore reason the fire cannot tell you about moral. Yeah, no, we still got moral's some not canon. Uh, back. To, uh, thank you. Uh, one second, sorry. Back to Team Huddle. Which <laughs> like shuffles backwards. Yes. <laughs> So, Kernunos uh, approaches the fire. Oh, okay. oh okay. God. Baron's coming back, and Kernunos just walks past him with, like, Isaac and Eve just kind of reaching out. Like, <laughs> yeah, literally. What the fuck? They're also so used to Kernunos doing the shit that, like, they don't stop him, I guess. He's fucking waltzes what are you... up, like, tinted man to the fire. Jin. I have been without prescient sight for some time, and I think it's about time I received some answers. Who or what is the adversary that I was sent here to defeat? Uh, hmm. Another question the fire can't answer. <laughs> I cannot answer this. Stop doing this to me. I'm getting a headache. <laughs> I am willing to pay the price. Place your hands into my name. I shall correct the question name. He does so. 
Uh, yeah, you put your hands into the flame. As mentioned previously, there is no heat to this fire. It is almost painfully cold, actually. Uh, and you feel something change in the world. Um, something important, but you can't... Like, obviously, you have no way of knowing exactly what it was. Um, and the fire goes... Your masters in the Pantheon, they seek to cease being misled, and they believe the adversary to be from without when it is within. Ereshkigal and the other gods of the dead hide the truth of divinity from them, and they seek to enact a plan that would steal the divine powers from all. Your gold here, though it should be much greater as there are other struggles going on within this town with world-shattering implications, is to stop the lords of the dead from stealing divinity. I see. Not what I was expecting. And I suppose probably more difficult than I was expecting as well. Very well. I don't think I thank you. This is a transaction. <laughs> I will not tip you either. <laughs> Do you have a figurative handshake? You guys, re- uh, Kernis walks back and, and rejoins the group uh, to continue the discussion of anything else you might want to learn from the fire. Kernis... What does that mean, stop lords of the dead from stealing divinity? Well, I have a feeling this ties into Isaac's hauntings, as well as what was going on at the Polymer Labs. I mentioned it before, but a few weeks ago, Arish Kegel approached me asking for Iris. So certainly that has something to do with someone's plan at some point. Hmm. I suppose I need to get to the bottom of what exactly Ashkegel is doing in Munster. It must not be simply to keep an eye on me at this point. Um, you're not going to try to take Iris for her, though, at this point, right? That We're past that. Uh, I was already past it, but even at... And now I am absolutely... Almost certainly that is not a thing that'll happen. Okay. <laughs> As it clearly seems to be part of the plan to, to steal all divinity from the world. According to the djinn. I'm curious about the fact that it doesn't know anything about moral. Do you think moral is from somewhere absolutely beyond like our existence? And that's why the the fire doesn't know about it? About them? It would kind of make sense. I mean, they, they do kind of break the world whenever we end up talking to moral. So I guess it would make sense they... for even something of this world to not know, even if they are super powerful. And this this keeps coming up. Moral keeps saying like this, or that it isn't real, and that they were saying something about if you change out the pieces of a story, is it still the same story? I mean, it, it it's weird to think about, but it kind of looks like they're pointing towards we're in some kind of alternate universe or non-existent oh, did, universe. Didn't the fire say that? 
that they knew some morals, but they weren't the morals we were talking about. So, I mean, that's not exactly a common name. So what were the... Who are the other morals? Is there more than one moral? I think it's like that was pretty interchangeable. Like, it could mean many different things. Hmm. It was like ambiguous, basically. I imagine that moral is some form of representation of an idea at this point. Something like that. I mean, the fire is all-knowing. It was able to tell Cornunus about what his mission was. It was able to create a box for our orb out of nothing. What is it that is making it so that this fire can't understand what moral is? I think it's just that it's beyond comprehension. But then why is a being that is beyond comprehension talking to us? Because we're the main character. I was about to say that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. Because <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're wrapped up in something that is much bigger than ourselves. And maybe they're trying to help us get it right. Maybe, like, the world is going to end or a bunch of people are going to be hurt and we're on the track to being able to save them. And we just need some guidance. Moral does seem to kind of appear to us in... I don't know, in a, in a way that like does try and help us, but they can't 100% do it. Like They don't seem like like they're trying to hurt us in any way. It, does, it definitely seems like they're trying to help us. And when we try to talk to them, it's almost like what they're trying to say doesn't make sense in our language. I think it's because we don't have the context or the understanding. I've, I feel like they're talking about concepts that are just so big and so <laughs> so much larger than when than us that we don't have an idea of how to like even comprehend it guys what if it's big if true what if it's aliens whoa <laughs> it could be aliens <laughs> aliens definitely aliens time traveling aliens i mean it is it's like two different cultures or two different kind of things almost trying to talk to one another just from different worlds. Time traveling aliens. Different worlds. <laughs> yeah. Maybe we are we speak Chinese. Maybe. We've maybe. we've seen we've seen the portals that we went through when we went into those bubbles of the I don't know, the mirror world where Baron, you lived a different life and in if you were a different person and maybe the world that we're in is what's not real maybe that was a, a a vision into god what if we're still playing skyrim <laughs> <laughs> fuck there was... what if we need to speed run through this game in order to break out at the end the, the portals there was when we got out of the portal and saved baron i tried to feel out with my with my magic and the portal we were at, that wasn't the only portal. I sensed more. What if the pit is just a giant portal? Just on the ground? 
I mean, it definitely kind of feels like that in a way, but it also feeds thing into, things into our world, which are kind of... What if we threw the orb into the pit? What? I mean... What if we threw the orb into the pit? I, I was what if lucky it would destroy the, the too. Yeah, uh, what if like, it would destroy uh, the magic that was making the pit and assuming the pit off. is magic? I mean, what I kind else of assume would it, it is. Maybe if we bring the orb close, we'll see if it reacts. I well, mean, needless to say, do we have any other questions for the fire? <laughs> not that none that I'm willing to give something up for. It's tapping its metaphysical. <laughs> like twiddling its thumbs a little bit, yeah. But I do agree that I think we should try it. I think we should try and see how the pit reacts to the orb. At least then we'd figure out if it's magic or not. That's fair. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm down actually. I want to figure more about the pit, anyways. It is maybe where I came from. I don't know. <laughs> um, it's like my dad. Thank you for your time, fire. <laughs> and Enid, like, awkwardly waves. <laughs> it just sort of crackles. It doesn't respond in any way. All right, let's go. have a name, right? <laughs> I don't know. Let's... I mean, it's just the fire. Okay, I'm just making sure I miss, like, a, like, a name. We want to be as polite. No, it's the fire or the gin or the genie, whatever you want to call it. It's, it has not introduced itself with a name. All right, we should definitely go before anything... Bad happens, or Kanunus decides to ask another random question and give up half his leg. <laughs> <laughs> Man, Isaac was so on board and didn't even ask a single question. Yeah, well, yeah. I was. I wanted I to know about. <laughs> I wanted to know about. Um, uh, what's his face? Moral. Moral. Um, and then wow. we found out about Moral uh, by finding out nothing. So <laughs> it was a very eventful That's day. Fair. All right. Uh, you all sort of just leave the area, the fire crackling Scatter. in the distance and getting quieter as you move deeper and deeper into the woods. Do you think the fire's lonely? Um, like, when we leave, is the fire just by itself? Does it have no friends? <laughs> as you discuss how lonely the fire is, uh, you begin to walk deeper and deeper into the forest, and the trees get denser and denser. And the canopy uh, gets fuller and fuller, making the area around you darker and darker. So dark, in fact, that in spite of the fact that it's probably still like 10 or so in the morning. Uh, so it's pretty bright out. Uh, uh, Isaac, you end up having to pull out your phone and turning on the flashlight so you can even actually make sure you're not tripping over roots. Everyone, uh, please take care. Last time this happened, Baron and I almost fell into the pit. Oh. And... As you you wander through, uh, you, you you keep walking and you keep walking and you find that like you've been walking for a while. You, by by Baron and by Canunus's reckoning, you should have reached the pit by now, uh, and you've kind of lost all signs of any landmarks. And you've, you you're starting to realize that just due to the density of the trees, you've had to kind of turn off the straight and narrow, and you're not quite sure where you are, how to get to the pit or how to get back to town. Oh, we're lost.